a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the 2018 Rockstar Triple Crown Canadian Moto Preview. We, uh, we did one before Arena Cross, and uh, that has come and gone, and now we will preview the Motocross Series that is kicking off this weekend in Calgary. Ten rounds of Fury, uh, brand new promoters, brand new sort of series. We got uh, lots to talk about, some American racers as well that are going to be up there trying to claim the title. And uh, 250 class, 450, lots to talk about. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com for making it happen. We love those guys. Uh, Blake Baggett, Weston Pike, and up in Canada, Matt Gerke and uh, Dylan Epstein will be wearing fly. And uh, thanks, thanks for those guys. Flyracing.com. They make much more than gear also. The helmets you see on flyracing.com, right from the uh, showroom, right onto the riders' helmets, uh, riders' heads, I should say, and uh, the F2 carbon with MIPS. Weston Pike replica is uh, one of my favorites. So please check it out. Also, too, brought to you by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Alpine Stars, the Tech 10, which is the benchmark boot in moto. If you don't like the little booty boots, go to the Tech 7. It's my boot of choice. I love the Tech 7. And also, to the A4 chest protector that you can wear over or under your jersey. Uh, also, to Maxis Tires. Maxis Tires uh, performs. They got Jeremy McGrath. He's developing a new MXST tire for the folks at Maxis. Maxis.com from your car to your mountain bike to your trailer to your light truck. Maxis has you covered. Uh, thanks to those companies for making this happen. And uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Don't forget, check out all the archives uh, on the Pulpamex app. You can go back and uh, search uh, any of our Canadian moto previews to see exactly how smart the three of us looked. And speaking of the three of us, uh, I'm Steve Mathis with me on the line. He is uh, from GuaranteedMX.com and Ammo, and uh, he used to work for the CMRC, and now he works for Jetworks, who put on the Triple Crown uh, series, so full disclosure there, everybody. Ryan Gold, what's up, Goldie? Not much, Steve. I'm glad to be back. Uh, looking forward to it, um, and I'm, feel, I'm feeling good about my picks. I'm feeling good about what's going to happen this weekend. I, I'm, I'm pretty jacked right now, pretty stoked. Everything about Jetworks is awesome, right? Everything is awesome. They literally shit gold into everybody that comes into the track this weekend into your hands, and you can it, it just pays your way for the rest of your life. Fantastic. Good to hear. Also on the line from Atlas Brace, he is uh, currently third in the 250 points after a read across. He's the Noof, Ryan Lockhart. What's up, Noof? I'm not laughing. You're, you got third in the points, and you're old and retired. Good job. I'm in. I'm in contention still. What do I do? You are not taking it outdoors, though, are you? 
No. <laughs> no, I'm still riding on the high, Steve, from Arena Cross, and it sure feels good hearing you talk about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just just absolutely killed it in the Arena Cross series, right? Uh, it was it was fun, and I give a lot of the credit to you when we started chasing the sun that one uh, morning in mm-hmm. Las Vegas on the 88YZ. That yeah. really is what got it started. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear I, I played a little part in your success in the Arena Cross series. Um, you did. So, gentlemen. I'll, I'll start with Galdi. First of all, Noof, it's going to be tough to get through. We almost replaced Galdi this year because he's unbearable with the Jetworks guys. We almost yeah. we tried to get Kalen. We tried to get uh, J-Dags didn't answer our call. Uh, no. We tried to get Donk. Uh, just ever, no one could make it. So No. It, it had to be Galdi. I think, we even, I think we even tried Hamblin at one point. Yeah, we? yeah, I think so. I think we called Hamblin. We, we called everybody. Stally. Yeah. We called Stally. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't answer. Um, no. But, Golly, this is a question for you. Like, I went to go back to look at last year's results. Obviously, I know that uh, Gurky won the title over Porcel, and uh, and Moff won it, which was great. And I went back to go look at the results, and the results are nowhere to be found. CMRC website is gone. Jetworks guys do not have it up there. Can we – can you tell one of the brothers, Thompson brothers, to get this uh, – Get the old uh, results up. I mean, it did happen, right? We, we, it did happen. Uh, as far as I know, there was no racing last summer. It was a complete <laughs> wash. We took the summer off, and nothing ever happened in Canada as far as dirt bikes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't even really have an explanation for that. And to be honest with you, yeah, I'll take my first shot against my my crew here because a few few months back, I was looking for some results and stuff like that, and I'm like, hey man, where are all these things? Yeah. And uh, the answer I got was that we had to get a hold of the former IT guy behind the CMRC thing, and it has just been sort of a bit of a hoop jumper, and then I just kind of let it go and did my own sort of stat uh, figuration. Um, but, yeah, no, not, not really good not having that stat stuff up right now, I would kind of say. I feel like yeah. not just yourself, but there's probably a few people looking, hey, what happened in Calgary last year? Maybe uh, Prince George coming into that. It would be probably nice to have that stuff. So <laughs> I, I'm with you. that yeah. right now uh, that was probably on the checkered board list at the Jetworks office has not been checked off. I mean, yeah, people, sponsors want to see what happened. Uh, anyways, whatever. Uh, that was really weird. To tr- and then this, uh, how about Stally just wiping the website from existence? That's it. Just done. Just Well, I mean, you can't wipe it. Don't forget, right? It, 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 they did buy everything that's gone with it, but there has been some hoops behind the scene, whether it be um, information not handled correctly or stuff like stuff that we don't really need to really care about or talk about. But uh, that is one of the things that didn't seem to transfer over very smoothly, apparently. So. On, on rockstartriplecrown.com, I see the points for the after arena cross. I see Noof running third, five points behind Canella, but I don't see results, individual round results for the Arena Cross series. Where, well, like, that, that's the, what you're looking at there is just the, um, the Triple Crown stuff, right? So you have to go into, if you go up to the top and click the menu button, there's a results thing that gives you individual races, but the points just on that front page are just what is the Triple Crown stat, and that's what will be there can you, for the rest of the year as well, and if you wanted individual results per round, you've got to go into the menu like you would on a regular site and, and yeah, go back into t- the track yeah, yeah. desk. Tell me where that is. Tell me where that is because uh, that is on the top of the page uh, where the three little dot bar things. You hit the menu and it's under uh, the thing that says results. Okay. You hear this, Noof? This is. I'm struggling too. I'm. Hey, I know. I Noof struggles with this too, and I know many people. Their site is not that handy to do it, and I, and I want to say that you know um, the internet has just started, guys. So let's just bear with it, and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's actually under the info tab. 
Results. All right. Uh, info, info results. Well, I found it. How's everything going, uh, Noof, at AtlasBrace.com? Uh, Jason Anderson just won a Supercross title wearing an Atlas brace, and there's, there's no, zero doubt he would not have done that without the brace. Yeah, impossible. I mean, um, we take a lot of the credit for that uh, that championship for sure. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, things are good. Yeah. Things are good. Obviously, um, you know, outdoors going on, and lots of our Canadian guys wearing it. Gurky, Fasciati, um, right, and stuff. So just getting uh, getting that all fired up for Calgary this weekend. New braces, new colors. We're getting ready to release some 2019 stuff uh, oh, really sweet. soon, which is which is cool. Um, and yeah, actually, Sexton debuted a 2019 brace last weekend at uh, at Hangtown. So, um, yeah, so it's all good. Um, and Galdi, guaranteedmx.com. Uh, how are you finding time, Galdi, between ammo and the Triple Crown, Rockstar guys, the Triple Crown stuff and that we're doing, and, and you got guaranteedmx.com? Well, if you visit my site, I'm not really finding time, and you just chirp me saying all my articles are too short. So I'm, I'm literally doing the fluff everywhere. That's how I'm getting away with it. Is was Noof number eleven on your list of top ten Canadian motocrossers ever? Uh, ten and a half, actually. Ten and a half. The only reason he didn't knock Doug Hoover uh, off of the the pedestal there was because he wasn't from Ontario. Okay, there we go. Perfect. That makes yeah, sense. That's, uh, that's the only reason he didn't get. He, he would have got the extra five points if he was born in Ontario. Uh, too bad, Noof. Um, yeah, Noof, yeah. Noof, you going to Calgary? I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, hey, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's start with that the series. So. Calgary back, Popcom is new, Prince George second year, Minnedosa, Manitoba. Manitoba is back, everyone, uh, at a track I've never been to. I know it's kind of sandy, I guess. Uh, Sandily, old track, back on the schedule. Gopher, been there forever. Moncton, been there forever. DeChambeau, been uh, there a lot. And Walton is back, which has hosted Nationals forever. I guess Minnedosa's the new track, and Popcom's the new track. And uh, I'll start with you, new Popcom. What do you, what do you look at? What do you think about the place holding a national and everything else? This has been long rumored for years, and uh, they're they're going. Yeah, well, I'm I'm pumped for Popcom since it's only 45 minutes down the road for me. Um, so nice and nice and local. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it actually shapes up. I've been riding there. It's been literally the same track for the last five years. I know they've made a few uh, a few changes to it, but it's like cut into the side of a mountain, so the dirt is not awesome so all the dirt that's on the track is kind of you could say man-made dirt they've been you know sifting it yeah, and yeah. working working it forever so cutting a new section into the track isn't just as easy as you know putting the bulldozer on and and pushing down some trees it's it's not not easy for that as far as that goes but um i'm sure it's going to be good it's going to be interesting to see at a national um how it works it's a it's a fun track to ride but um, probably the worst roost I've ever felt in my life. So that will be <laughs> that will be tough on the guys. Maybe even worse than the Nanaimo roost. Wow. Um, yeah, because uh, the track's like really, really, really fast. Yeah. Um, and the cool part of it is, is the facility is literally if you get like side, like if you cross rut it and get out of control, you could land on the highway, like the Trans Canada yeah. Highway number number one. <laughs> That's how close. <laughs> That's how close it is, um, and it goes parallel with the highway. So as far as, like, like exposure-wise, it should be a really well-attended national for the fact that it's kind of right there. It's close yeah. to 
Chilliwack, which there's hotels and, you know, all the amenities that, that people mm-hmm. need. So, um, and it is kind of smack in the center, you know, it's an hour and a bit from Vancouver area, you know, an hour and a half from Kamloops area. So it, it should yeah. draw in a huge, uh, a huge crowd. So I think it's, uh, I think it will work out pretty good. I was a bit surprised Kamloops wasn't on the schedule. That's a, that's a pretty good track. Um, well, but. Can- yeah, yeah. I mean, Kamloops is awesome as far as the track goes. Like, it is a real national track as far as how it gets rough in the soil and it's long. Um, but man, it is—it's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's 45 minutes outside of town yeah. on a windy, twisty road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not ideal. Have you noticed that? New lots of hype for Popcom this weekend. Are there advertisements? Are there been, been people talking um, about it? Well, there is like posters up inside of dealer dealerships and stuff, like at least the local dealers around here. Um, and people are talking about it. I mean, people are excited that um, you know it's so close to home, at least in the kind of the circle that I hang around as far as riding guys go. Um, and what what's going to be cool, and hopefully it works out, is that Popcom facility attracts like tons and tons of like weekend warriors, first time riders, they rent bikes out there, um, all this type of stuff. So, I I mean, I got to think that it's going to be maybe one of the bigger attended nationals of the year. Uh, Galdi kicking off at Calgary. Um, That's a good, good, good kickoff track. Like it's right there in the city. We all, we've been there for years, Uh, good promoters, good people running it. And uh, you know, a fun track. It's a nice way to kick off the series. I think being right, right in Calgary. Yeah, 100%. Um, and also having uh, major sponsors on board, uh, Parts Canada, Fox Canada, are a big part of the series this year in some different roles, and they're both situated right in Calgary. Um, easy for flying, lots of restaurants, easy to get to the track, like you said. So, And we're also a week earlier than we ever have been, uh, I think, forever. Uh, Newf, I'm pretty sure you can attest to that, but I don't think we've ever been the, uh, the last week of May. It's always been that first weekend of June. So um, starting a little earlier, and, uh, yeah, I don't think you could get a better starter. It's a great uh, place to watch for spectators. Always a good turnout. Uh, the weather looks really good as far as uh, the app goes right now, but that never really means too much in Calgary. It can always change. So, yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be a good kicker, a good way to kick it off. It's a good rough track. It's gnarly. Um, we've had multiple different winners on there for years. So, uh mm-hmm. I think, uh, I mean, like, you know, just like any time we go to the first round is exciting. But, yeah, this one's, this one's got a real good feeling starting in Calgary for sure. And neither one of you care, but it's good to see Manitoba back on the schedule. Yeah, I, like I care. It. Okay, good. All right. Good to see you guys. I, mean, I, mean, I think we should have gone to Melita. Oh, uh, Melita was good. Yeah. <laughs> I went there in 93 for the CMA amateur analysis. But yeah. I think Manitoba's got a good scene. It's, it's better and a bit more falling than Saskatchewan, not to knock Saskatchewan, but – yeah, the, the race there had not really done uh, great as far as spectator turnout. The track was always good and racing was always good, but the Mendoza uh, track is run by um, the McNabb family, who Newf can attest to is a very passionate grassroots racing family. So, uh, and from what I've seen, the track looks really, really cool um, as far as natural terrain and stuff like that. I mean, the only thing that usually ever bites you in Manitoba for years is the damn weather. Um, if it gets muddy or gets rainy, it's bad there, but. Um, it's exciting for sure. I think Newt's can attest that. It's, it's always cool just to see some freshness, too, I think. Uh, you get stagnant with the same thing over and over again. You think they might have called me to come out, but nothing. Phone didn't ring, but nothing. They're just expecting you. I guess. Right? Like, uh, they got Don Formal coming in to be the uh, oh, family guy. Formal was good. Um, yeah, he was, he was good. Uh, so we're missing Nanaimo, Kamloops, Barry. 
that track in Quebec that Kevin Benoit owned. Any of these at a big loss, Galdi, for the series? Like any any track that gone away that you you you're, you're regretting or you wish were still on there? Um. I guess I could say Kamloops, maybe. I know New said that it is far away, but it always had a real good good turnout for whether it be the amateur side and pro side. Um, Kamloops City Center is, is super awesome as far as lots of places to eat, great hotels, easy to get to. The track, yeah, being 45 minutes outside of town was a bit of a bit of a pain, but, I mean, that's what motocross tracks is. Yeah, we're kind of uh, spoiled with how Calgary works because I believe Prince George is about – 30 to 40 minutes outside of the city. The Mendoza race is like two hours outside of, of uh, Winnipeg. Um, so um, maybe Kamloops is a bit of a loss just for yeah. what it has been for so many years. But um, um, I don't think Barry is going to be big missed. It was sort of a filler. It was You never really got super excited about it. I don't think I wasn't a part of it at the end of the last couple years we went there. Oh, we know. Um, and then um, uh, uh, what was the other one we lost, sorry? Uh, the, uh, the Quebec one, the Benoit track. The one and done. You know, yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. my what I said happened. It was a one and done. Although oh, watching that yeah. one on on TV, it looked awesome. Like that track looked awesome. So uh, kind of a shame. I don't know uh, what the riders felt about that one, but um, they liked Deschamps it. All, was the, riders, all the riders, all the riders, carried the way to Quebec, and and um, you know the one and done, and the nasty text messages after it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh you said they liked it, right? Yeah, all the guys I talked to uh, said that they actually liked the Benoit track. I think it it looked fun when I watched it watched it yeah. online. Um, um, I think it was a little bit short, but I could see them going back there maybe in the future. How about uh, how about Galdi being back at the Nationals now, Noof? He's he's back home. He's announcing. He's doing TV. He's back. He's Galdi has he's made it. Yeah, he has yeah. made the uh, complete uh, 360 and is back where he used to be. He's changed his life. You know, he's not the same guy he was three years ago. Right. <laughs> Maybe less controversial. He won't get himself in trouble anymore. Well, I don't know. He caused a lot of shit last year with the one and done things. So yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, I've, I've just fallen on the multimedia talents of Steve Mathis, making sure the reality and stuff gets out there. Just doing my job, or <laughs> I could just be a fluff guy too. I guess I'll just start writing fluff. Yeah, just do fluff, dude. There's a lot of there's a lot of modio media guys that just really like their passes. And yeah. uh, and they just want to make everybody love them. There's a lot like, of those I want guys. Everybody to be my friend and give me hugs and, and right. high fives all the time. So that's you know that's what I'll just start doing. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, no, it'll be an interesting series. Like we said, kicking off uh, this weekend in Calgary, and uh, lots to talk about when it comes to just look at the schedule here. Like it's basically, yeah, it's basically all the West rounds, and then uh, a couple weeks off, maybe three weeks off, and then kicks off in Santa Lee, which is good to have the Santa Lee guys back. On the schedule, by the way, also. Um, uh, Arena Cross, uh, we wrapped up that, both classes. Cole Thompson won the 450s. Moff won the 250s. Uh, Noof, outside of you getting, you know, chasing the sun and being reborn and beating a <laughs> bunch of kids, um, any surprises from the Arena Cross rounds? I mean, look, some of those tracks, I mean, the first one was a mess, and the other, a couple other ones I was really surprised at sort of how – sort of non-technical they were. So I don't know if you could put a lot of judgments on the arena cross uh, results. But, Noof, anything outside of yourself just really coming through? Did you did you think of anything surprised you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for sure the tracks were the tracks were the biggest challenge for for everybody. Um, but I mean, it all worked out, and still the best guys, you know, won at the end of the day. But I knew Cole Thompson was always good indoors, but my God, he was. 
if you had seen him on these tracks with how shitty some of the like the dirt was at some of them, he was like he made those guys. I mean, Matt Gurky's a great indoor rider. Fasciati's a great indoor rider. Mm-hmm. But he was unbelievable. And I mean, you can't you know arena cross compared to outdoors is a completely different story. So it's hard to say. Oh, Cole Thompson dominated indoors. He's gonna gonna kill it outdoors. But with the way he's riding that bike and his style. Uh, he was he was impressive, like awesome to watch. Yeah, and uh, for you, Galdi, anything catch your eye? Um, no, not really. There wasn't really. I guess yeah. We could, we could. I'll give Newf a little bit of praise, but he's not going outdoors, so I guess it ends there. But yeah, you know, it's it over. Cool to yeah. see the veteran side of things smooth smooth its way around all these nasty shitty tracks and watch the kids kind of time bomb around everywhere and sort of throw their their factory spots and their 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 pressure cooker uh, stuff away. So that was that was cool to see. Not really a surprise, but very cool to see. But I'll, I'll agree with Newf, and, and I think he can take a little bit out of it because of how tough the tracks were and how Cole did just kind of, I don't know, made them look like they were awesome and smooth and real easy to do all the jumps and stuff. So I think he can take a little bit out of that with him anyway, coming into the outdoors of, like Newf just said, how comfortable he looked, how smooth and smart and you know coming into the outdoors all that stuff is going to pay off late in the motos when you're trying to find that new line trying to make a pass mm-hmm. uh trying to pop over that bumper do some jump that's got a kicker on it late in the day right now he looks he uh, coming off of that that's one thing you could definitely attest to that he looked crazy comfortable where everybody else just kind of smashed their way to the checkered flag in every one of those races uh who the hell's wyatt waddell noof uh, he's a local BC kid. Oh, okay. Um, All right. From out here, yeah, he rides for uh, Carlson Racing with is he uh, doing the Nationals. And Davey Fraser. Is he doing the Nationals? He is. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, right. yeah. He's doing the whole series. Yeah. Never heard of him, but he was about the only guy. And Dylan Wright kind of imploded a little bit. Um, yeah. Which hasn't hasn't can't make uh, Diggs feel too good. We'll talk about that a little bit more. So, all right, 450 motocross. Uh, like we said, Gurky's the defending champion. Cole Thompson. Will be there now. He moved up, of course. Won the arena cross, like you guys just talked about. Colton Fasciati, of course, is back. Gurky, Kevin Benoit will make his debut. Uh, he didn't ride the arena cross series, and Benoit will be back on the KTM. Teammates with Cole, uh, Tyler Medallia, uh, people's champion, uh, favorite for many. He will be in the mix. Michael Lessie. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, Dilly Epstein as well. Um, Epstein, I think, last year was a surprise of the series. Now he is on the Yamaha team with Gurky, the Rockstar OTSF team. Um, those are the guys. Those are seven guys that I think any one of those guys can win the title. Maybe T-Dags. Tyler is a little bit the la- the seventh guy uh, of my choice of those guys. But I, I am I right? Galdi can't see anybody else capturing this thing. Uh, 100%. I, uh, I just wrote my 450 preview yesterday about that, and those seven names that you just said are all on my list. Um, and I said that actually almost identical to what you shared about Tyler. He just, I don't know, there always seems to be something missing in his overall package when it comes to the title chase on the 450. He's a great racer and gets podiums and, and gets good points, but a whole series is where it kind of bit him in the butt. Um, but all seven of those names, every one of them is one at least one 450 overall uh, in their uh, uh, short or long career. So that's pretty cool to have that many names on there that have had overall wins coming into the round one. And then, of course, you got your Fasciati, Gerke uh, as far as champions, and then Tyler and Cole and Benoit, little bike champions. So a, a wicked list. I want to say this is the – that having – I know it's only seven names, but having seven for this 
as far as potential winners. That's the biggest list we've had in a while because usually we have like three guys and then a gap and then three guys and then a gap. These seven guys could all potentially come out this weekend and win the overall or win a moto crossing with another guy. So uh, it's exciting to see that for sure. But those are the seven names for sure that uh, I would have in my head. Noof, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean for sure, I, it's it's deep. I, like I said, you know, the field in the 450 always we have, you know, seems like we have three or four guys that we think that can win. But I mean, literally the seven guys that we that we listed out all have a have a shot. They're all former Moto winners, past championship overall winners, um, and all on good teams and good bikes. So I think uh, it's going to be interesting. Interesting for sure. Do you think Noof that? Alessi and Benoit are at a little bit of a disadvantage because not doing arena cross, or has the arena cross been over long enough, and 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 all of that 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 they're going to start on equal footing with the other guys. It's going to be equal for sure. I mean, even like as far as bike setup and all that type of thing go, nothing will really transfer over from arena cross to uh, to outdoors as far as far as I can tell. Um, I mean, they had more. I mean, it's been over for. I think going on a couple of, well, month and a half or so at least. So I think everyone's going to be equal. Everyone seems healthy. I know that Benoit had a little preseason crash actually in California doing some testing. So, I mean, that's kind of been the story with Kevin the last couple of years, you know, being not 100% coming into the series. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see what, uh, what kind of speed he shows. I actually forgot about him a little bit just for the fact that it's been pretty quiet. Um, but, I mean, shit, if he comes out with the speed that he had, you know, last year at round one wow. um, and stays yeah. healthy, he could win this whole thing. He was my title pick last year, and I, I was proven right in the fact that for that first half of that first mode of the year, he was gone. He was, and so, he was the champion. He was the champion. So that would pretty much <laughs> prove me right. Um, hey, Epstein didn't have a great arena cross series, and we know he went from the Kawasaki, uh, sort of a privateer guy of the nut-up team, to the, to the Rockstar Yamaha team. Um, what do you think, Galdi? Does that matter at all, his poor arena cross uh, showings? Like, do you think he can be right back to where he was last year? Uh, I think he should be fine, but I mean, just like any racer, uh, we know these guys are a little sensitive these days more than maybe back in the day, and he did not do good at all in arena cross. He had one good night, I think it was the first night in Calgary, where he chased down his teammate uh, from way back and got a fourth. So it did not go very good at all. Yes, the tracks are tough and the weather and everything that kind of went along with it all, but... So, I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of confidence in the back of his mind, but he, like Newt said, there's been a month and a half to kind of erase all that. So I don't see it affecting him too much. And he was really fast at Calgary last year, right? I think he won, I think he won the first moto. Uh, here, let me look up those stats. Oh, wait a minute, we can't do that. Um, <laughs> you, uh, he, was he won the first, the first moto, moto and, and was good last year. So I, I, I think that's all the race. He's got a good bike. The, the team's good, all that kind of stuff. So, Maybe a little bit weighing in the back of my mind, but as soon as that gate drops, it'll that'll all go away. So out of those seven, what do you guys if, – if I had to put some – we'll make our title picks at the end of the show. We'll make our title picks at the end. Um, out of those seven guys, though, do Gerke, Benoit, and Cole Thompson sort of rise above the other guys, Noof? Am I – do you think um, – Mm, no, because I mean Colton is Fasciati's Fasciati. I mean he's always in it at least, you know, to start off. Unless you know he's healthy coming in this year. And well, no wasn't injuries. he healthy last year? Mm, 
I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Could be. But I, I feel that he has started a lot of seasons, you know, with a little nagging injury and this and that. And, I mean, he was – in a, his results in arena cross, I mean, he did win main events and he won the, some other stuff. But, like, he had a lot of shitty luck. But I was actually shocked a little bit with – how much speed he had. He was the only guy that had speed to match Cole Thompson in arena cross, although he did have get cleaned out by a lapper and a lot of other little things went went wrong. But um, I think you got to count him in that, that mix, at least to start off the series with, you know, with Gerke and Cole and, and Cabin, um, because he's sneaky sometimes. I mean, just when everybody kind of counts him out, next thing you know, he's pounding off moto wins. And let's not forget, this is a contract year for him. Now, that's never really a lot of news and big hype as far as what it, like in the state side of things, but he's had a really good deal for the last three seasons, this being the third with the Honda and the GDR team. He's not some spring chicken, right? He's just turned 29, I believe. This oh, is a big – I think this is a big year for him as far as the rest of how the career goes. If he's got maybe two more years or another three-year deal with the younger, younger guys coming up, like your Pettis's, Canella's, Ward's, um, uh, even Thompson, I mean, he, there could be a bidding war with him. His contract is up at the end of the year. So um, I think Newt's right by saying that you can't not put Fasciati in that loop. But those guys, I would actually take Benoit out of it and put Fasciati, Gerke, and... Um, what? Um, come on. Come three. on, dude. Come on. I, I, that, well, what do you mean, come on? What, what am I allowed to say that? I wish I could pull the results up because I remember a lot of fifths and sixes from Colton last year. He well, he had uh, he was um, fifth and sixth starting at uh, actually I think it was Calgary round three last year was it Calgary round three? Yeah, yeah the first he, he the first two rounds the, the first two rounds things, things didn't start going well there. The first two rounds last year, Colton was like really good. He was battling right in there. I mean, I don't think he. I, he well, once again, we can't find the results, but I'm pretty sure he won 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 one of the first motos out of the out of the four, um, and he was in there. But something happened in Calgary, and like he sucked at there in Regina, and then he started getting some momentum back um, back in the East. But I mean, he he wasn't out of the championship that far last year. I mean, he was right there till almost the very end. I think a crash at Pleasant Valley or something like that kind of. Took him out of the whole thing, but he was he was still Third fighting. Turn, I think the first turn at Southern Valley there, yeah. Um, no, no, Alessi, him and Alessi crashed yeah. and jumped together. Uh, Gerke, again, the defending champion. We're probably not. He's, pro- you know, he would be the favorite. We're probably forgetting a little bit about Matt. You know, I mean, there's another soundtrack on the schedule with Sandley uh, back on the schedule. Matt's really good there. He's just a solid guy. He's just. Golly, he's not flashy at all, right? Like, you just – but, man, you look at his top three motos, like his uh, his motos that – I bet you he was in the top three. Again, no freaking results, but I would bet you he, he – there was only a couple motos where he didn't finish in the top three. <laughs> Hashtag no results. Hashtag no results. But, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Gerke's incredibly no, right. consistent. He's incredibly you're consistent. Right. And he's yeah, and even nails, and you know he's ready for this, and this is all he does, this is what he fights for, everything. Now, what about the wrist, though? He literally went into that first round of arena cross with a broken wrist, basically, still, or a broken hand, or whatever it was, and soldiered his way through that. It's been a month and a half. I've seen some social media videos. He looks good, but is it going to... Is that going to affect him in the first couple rounds? I mean, I know he's he's got to dealt with, and he's, he's wearing the proper braces and all that stuff. I just... I feel like that played a little bit more on him um, 
you know, and, and then having to ride arena cross, he didn't get all the time to heal, but maybe there, is there, has there been enough time for it to heal? Like, he's not like Roxon, but has there been enough time? I don't know if anything affects Matt, like anything in life. No. What I was going to say about Matt, it's like, even when you think he's like, he's down in the first corner and it's like, he gets himself up and you're like, oh man, he, the, here's, here's his shitty moto of the year. Somehow he always ends up back in fourth or fifth or even third. I think he crashed both motos at Gopher Dunes last year and still finished on the podium. Um, he just like I swear when you watch him out there, his brain, well, his brain is like not on, and he just rides with heart, and he, nothing seems to really affect him. I think he's going to be 100 percent coming into the first round. His wrist and was shitty like, at the beginning, and yeah, I think he's going to be going to be do, does what Matt like does. You just said news the first turn thing. Remember his chain came off in Regina last year. Yeah. Yeah, Again, like that two times in his career up in Canada. The chain comes off, he gets it back on, and gets back in, and at the end of the season he wins wins the title, which obviously if that didn't happen, he would have lost because Purcell uh, lost by whatever right. it was, three points or something. So um, he's he's definitely why, – why, why are we not tooting his horn? Why are we not putting him right at the top ten? Yeah, why is he not the favorite? Well, right? That's what I'm saying, like the favorite. The, 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 well, I would say that he is. Well, we didn't say that. We said one of these seven guys with maybe T-Dags at the, at the end. No, we said you, we said that Fasciati, or I said Fasciati, Thompson, him, and you said Benoit, Thompson, Gerke are the three sort of maybe just at the top of this seven. Do you think there's a potential for fireworks between Cavan Benoit, who's sort of a fiery, you know, Galdi? You felt the wrath of Benoit. He's an independent guy uh, with an opinion, and and Cole Thompson has not made any friends. Uh, I would I shouldn't say any friends. He's He's had a few skirmishes with different riders, and his family's running the series. There's always that going on in the background, although I 100% believe you know Justin and Kyle are, are going to do a great job with that, but there was the penalty thing in Arena Cross. and So, Noof, do you see the potential of Benoit and Cole Thompson butting heads and under the same tent? I mean, for sure, there's definitely probably it's there's probably a little bit of awkwardness at, at times, and I mean, Kevin's been... You know, I guess I shouldn't say he's been the number one guy because Millsaps came up. But, you know, I feel that, you know, all the probably, you know, eyes are on, on Cole and, well, and, and Benoit's kind of. And don't forget the JSR part where JSR is French-Canadian. He's buddies with Benoit. Right. He's helping him his career. That's the elephant in the room right there. Yeah, yeah. And then Thompson's family's running the series. Like, yeah. oh, the drama there. From what I can tell, I think that Kevin and Cole seem to be okay. I mean, they're. Yep. I think that they're. I think they're friends, but I mean, that only takes one little kind of greasy move or something said under the truck or whatever um, to mess it up. So yeah, totally. I could see. Uh, I could see that happen. I mean, it's you know, Cole get into it with some guys in Arena Cross this year. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I one hundred percent say something happens. One hundred percent. Cole is like super confident, which comes off as arrogant, which maybe maybe he is. I, I don't know him well enough, but like um, when he's out there, you know, if you get in his way, even if you're a lapper or whatever, I mean, he's gonna tell you what he thinks. So um, yeah, he's, yeah. There, there'll be some shit for sure. Count me in the. Look what he did to Fasciati in the arena cross. Yeah, they're yeah. gaming buddies. They play whatever the games are that he's playing online. He parked them, took them right out. For and, second place in the final main event of the year, and get into and it with Mike Brown. Right? I love you, buddy. I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday when we're playing hockey. But 
I got to do what I got to do. So yeah. that's going to happen for sure. Between him and Kevin, there will be something at one point. And both are aggressive riders. So I see it definitely fireworks under that tent yeah. at some point this year. Be interesting. And uh, guaranteed MX will be right on the inside of it with the camera, the iPhone going. <laughs> there we go, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, no disrespect intended, but then I'm now I'm going to show some disrespect, of course, because that always happens, right? Um, <laughs> but don't you think Michael Essie will be better because of the team he's on now? He's still on Cowie, but the whole Monster Cowie team has switched to uh, the the um, uh, whatever. Huber. Huber. Huber Motorsports. Uh, yeah. like, I feel like there were small issues with that team, at uh, you know, the, the Monster Cowie team the last few years, and I think Alessi Newf will be better off uh, with the Huber guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always, I always hate counting Mike out, but I mean, he he has, you know, he's been up here for a few years now, and um, he's won motos, and like the performance he put on at Gopher Dunes last year was like kind of shocking considering the the beginning part of his season that he had. Um, but I mean, Michael Lessie is still fast. I mean, he's been riding the Cowie now for a while. He didn't do Supercross, which I don't know if that helps or. I think or that not. helps. I, I think that helps. You think it helps? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why why not? He's based out of Florida. He's been riding the bike. I know that the team, the Huber guys, I mean, they're serious. Like, there's no joking yeah. around with, uh, you know, they're doing the testing and, and they kind of have the budget and platform to, you know, help them help him right. succeed. And I'm not saying that he didn't have that before, but yeah, there's no question that the, the old monster Cowie team was a little bit tired yeah. would maybe be the right word. They'd done it for years and years. And it, you could kind of see the writing on the wall that it was on its way out. Uh, you agree with that Goldie? Uh, I agree hundred percent. In fact, I have Michael Lessie as my dark horse this summer. Uh, I actually talked with someone today that I wouldn't be surprised if he took the win this weekend in Calgary because he's ridden that place very, very well for years. And agree with both of you guys, just not racing Supercross. He's got a baby on the way. He's got a new sort of uh, you know uh, reason to fight for where we've seen those kind of things really fix guys and make them feel good about their lives and. Um, and, I mean, if anybody's watched the, the Great Outdoors that just came out there where Tony breaks down and they're, they're like a better family now and all this stuff from, from so many storylines that we've heard for so many years, I feel like they're in the best place they've ever been. They're happy. They're, they're just loving life. And the Canadian series just fits him for exactly what he is. And like Nuke just said, the team and the budget and the bikes, everything is really good. I think Mike is going to be very, very good this year. No, if true or false, if if Huber needs a fill-in rider, you're getting the call. You're familiar with the Cowie, you know. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Okay, all right. Um, it's an easy, it's an easy, uh, it's an easy it's transition. Easy over. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, did Tyler Medallia? Did he ride Husky for just one year? Two years. Two years. Uh, I was going to say this is. I was wondering if this was uh, T Dags' fourth bike in four years, but it's his third bike in three years. He's ridden every every brand in Canada, which is very hard to say because yeah. he doesn't even have many teams. Yeah, Suzuki RM Army needs some help up there and up north, everyone. It's uh, yeah, I think the dirt bike part of RM Army in Canada is on the, on a on a very it's, quiet list. They're trying to figure I'll, everything out. I'll there. run it. Fly me up there. I'll run RM Army in Canada. Uh, I'll do that. Okay, uh, I'm just with, with well, your own bike. You had to bring your own bike yes, for the rider. Exactly right. I had to lend my rider my bike this weekend. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think, 
I think Alessi will be in for big things this year. I really do. I think uh, his knee's good. He didn't ride Supercross, which, which Tony kind of admitted that scares him a little bit. So um, we'll get to our title picks, but I may make an interesting selection here uh, when Whoa. we get to get to the end. Uh-uh. But um, yeah, man, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Um, do you guys think like Benoit Fasciati and Cole Thompson if? if Galdi's right, and Colton deserves to be in that upper tier. Three Canadians, one American. The time for a Canadian champion. Does anybody care about that? We had uh, Gurky last year, uh, Millsaps the year before, Gurky the year before that, and then maybe that was Colton. Yeah, uh, um, but it's 13, been, I think it's been three years. Does anybody care? I think everybody cares. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm asking. I'm, uh, oh yeah, we want a Canadian to win the title, no matter what. We want great racing and everything like that. But yeah, we want a Canadian to win no. this title for sure. And those are our our three best dogs, with an outsider being Tyler. So uh, um, yeah, damn right. I mean, I for one, I want a Canadian to win. I don't, I don't see why Newf would say anything different. Newf. Uh, well, to me, American or Canadian, I just want an Atlas Brace guy to win. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh my God! Is Brad outside right now saying you better mention this? You're getting dark pay. He's putting up. He's putting up little cue cards through my window. Yeah, so yeah. I know what to say. Pump Atlas. Pump Atlas. <laughs> um, all right. The next group of guys: Kay Clayson, uh, Keelan Meston, uh, Davy Fraser. How old is Davy Fraser? Is is he forty? How old is Davy Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's younger than me. He's is like he really? uh, twenty. He's twenty nine. God, he seems yeah. like he's been around forever, Davy he Fraser. Has been. Okay, well, he's like been, him and New turned pro, and they like you know just got out of diapers, basically. I'm just saying, like it's yeah. All right, and then uh, and then uh, Keist. Yeah, Kyle Keist is making a run at the Nationals. He's back. Kyle Keith was making the run at the whole tickle situation, too, from what we caught rumors of, but I guess that's fizzled now. But, yeah, Keith is back. Him and his dad and is, is on tour. They've already left. Obviously, wow. they've left. But, and uh, the Keith family is back at the Nationals. Wow, Good check morning. it out. Uh, Cade Clayson, Galdi, go. Go ahead and piss him off this year. Go go on. <laughs> I'm not, he, he didn't get even pissed at me. That was Noof he was mad at. Noof is the one that threw him under the bus. No, 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 no. You said. No, no, no. no I no, took no. the heat. <laughs> Yeah, but he thought it was new. He thought it was new. I didn't, I played, I played I didn't know. Little, I didn't know the first words that Cade Clayson ever spoke to me. He just started yelling at me from across the pits two years ago when because Galdi called him a fucking point stealer. Yeah, point stealer. Um, okay. Well, I will continually label him as that because he's not going to be a winner, but he is more than fast enough to get in the middle of these guys when they may falter or things aren't going right, and he can fit in there with a third. Ah, I don't see him podium, but four, five, six to slide in with, say, a Benoit or a Fasciotti doesn't have a great moto. That's the kind of guy that can fit in there, and that's exactly what he's done for the last three years in Canada is the odd times take one or two, maybe three, maybe five points on a day away from those guys when they weren't good enough and he was better on those days. Because he's not going to win the title. He's most likely not going to hit the podium. But he can definitely maneuver his way in there the odd time. And, okay, point stealing might not be the best thing, but it would have, um, <laughs> I don't know what other, way would, what other label we could call it. But I said Meston, Frazier, these guys were just about to talk to. They could all do that on certain days. Messon's going to be good this weekend in Calgary. Keith is going to be good in all the sand tracks. Frazier's going to be good in Moncton. And Clayson should, is good on hard pack stuff 
which is, uh, you know, four or five of the rounds. So that's what I see these guys doing. Every once in a while, fitting in there when our big guys have those mistakeable motives, when something happens, whether they crash or first turn, a bike break, something like that, where they take away uh, some, positions that are going to be costly when it comes out of the championship. Somebody's been sleeping on his response, Noof, and writing it down and, like, you know, memorizing <laughs> yeah, it. Like, just really. Well, his, actually, on Galdi's. I'm not, like, a big softy politician like Newt. Would you stop for a second? Yeah, stop for a second, Galdi. Stop talking, man. God. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. His, I'm looking on Galdi's site, the first time I've ever been on his website, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I've never been there. I'm looking at his, uh, looking at his 450 preview, and it has the guys that we obviously talked about. And then in big, bold letters, it has, Point stealers and potential top five rides, most likely eight to twelve. And the first pitcher is Cade Clayson. So, so there we go. Um, right. So, and I actually I think you called him a gate filler the first time. That's yeah. Was so yeah, the gate but, filler was right. number oh, one. That's yeah. right. It was that was when Newt called him a gate filler. Uh, oh, yeah. And Meston is uh, Meston is on Huskies now off of Yamaha. Huskies. So yeah, him and Fraser are teammates on that Carlson race in Husqvarna's. Okay, all right. And how close do you think Tickle came? I, I, Seth Rarick was in studio Monday on the Pulp Show, and he knows Brock well. And I don't know if he said this on or off the air, but uh, it, it wasn't that close. It sounded like, but there were calls made. Uh, anything, Galdi? Do you three know? teams talked to him? Yep. And like I said, you, I listened to the show Monday. That you guys dropped it. Three teams talked to him. It was the. Huber team, the Keith team, and um, the Rockstar guys all actually had conversations apparently with them, and it was they were kind of waiting to hear back from them about the FIM if they would extend it and and all that stuff. And then I, you guys dropped on Monday by saying that Steph talked to him. I think it was on like on the weekend maybe. Yeah. That he said that if he did go up here and race, it would extend his his uh, uh, suspension, right? I guess that's the word. I cannot believe that. That's true, that's so but stupid. Like, how the hell can they? Like I think you said it on the show. Yeah. You know what? You've done this. Now you're not. Get, you can't make any money doing anything anymore. Yeah. You have to yeah. sit on the couch and wait for us to jerk you around, and, yeah. and you can't pay your bills or or do anything that you're good at. You now have to go get a job at Starbucks or or yeah, Timmy's it's, or, it's... or McDonald's. Uh, yes, he's screwed up at all. But how the hell can they tell him that he? Can't I don't work? know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's it's uh. That's so fucking bad. Um, okay, so before we go to 250s, we'll go to commercial. But I, who wins races this year in 450s? Like, I mean, who's taking overalls? Noof. In the what? In the 250s? 450s. We're going to 250s oh. after this. In 450s, who wins overall? He was trying to read the cue card from Brad right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Yeah. Well, Gerke wins overalls. Thompson wins overalls. Fasciati wins overalls. And I think Mike will win an overall, too. I'm not so hot on the I'm not so hot on the Epstein thing this year. So I know he won motos last year, but are you forgetting God, about Benoit? Are you forgetting about Benoit? And Benoit and Benoit too. Yeah, Benoit. Yeah. Okay. Well, see all these preview here. Yeah. See, this is the this is the thing though. Like, there's ten races, right? Nine. Uh, nine races. You just pick five overall winners. That's not going to happen. Like, I think it will. I I don't think so. You you never usually see that. You know. Um, something happens, guys fall off or whatever. But um, never say never, Steve. Barsh is back on the Pulp Show. Good point. You're right. Uh, you know I mean? Galdi, who wins races? Those I guys. I agree with Noof, but I'm going to throw Epstein in there. I'm going to have six winners this year. Yeah, I see. That ain't going to happen. In my yeah, preview, I have too, seven. I think Tyler speaks one out, but that's the dark horse one. Right. Right. Six is too high. I'm going with with uh, the guys that's that five are five way different. Ah, <laughs> oh, whatever. Um. All right, everybody. Uh. Ryan Gold, 
Ryan Lockhart on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, Rockstar Triple Crown Canadian Motocross Preview. Uh, listen to this commercial from Racetech, and uh, we'll be right back to break down 250s, which probably starts and stops with, uh, with the Moth. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Racetech suspension and engines, people. Pulp MX-18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Racetech specializing in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Racetech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Racetech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpomex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. And we're back. Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Love those guys. All those companies, uh, support them, uh, uh, please, and thank you. Uh, 250 Canadian preview here. Noof, Galdi. So, Moff, Sean Moffenbauer, captured his first outdoor title last year uh, on the, uh, on the, the uh, MX-101 team. Switched teams to Kawasaki's, went to Arena Cross, rolled through that now on a KX 250F. Uh, I guess, Noof, I'll start with you. Like, I, I was wondering how the bike switch would go. Apparently, no problems there. And Moff is just the man. He has so much confidence. Uh, he was so good last year coming from the back, or if he was out front, he was untouchable. I don't know. I don't know how Moff isn't the heavy favorite to repeat, Noof. No, I, I agree for sure. I mean, he. I think we said it last year, he's kind of finally, at the end of the year when we did the wrap-up, he's finally figured things out. I mean, he's been at this a long time, and yep. he is a veteran in the class. I mean, he'd gone from 250s up to 450s, back to 250s, and I mean, he was really, really good last year. Um, a whole bunch of shit happened to him, and he all, you know, bike problems, and then, but he still wins, and then he carries that right into arena cross. Um, he says he likes the bike. He likes it better than the Yamaha. I don't know. I mean, he's going to say that anyways, but at least what he was telling me, he likes the platform of it, suits him a little bit better, um, I, and he's confident. I call a little BS on that. The Yamaha motor is really good, really good. But, hey, all right, whatever, Moff. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I did ride a Cowie in Arena Cross. And look good, yeah, good point. You got a point there. Um, <laughs> hey, Galdi, how – how close did he come to staying at MX-101? It's certainly rare to see a guy who wins the title switch a team. Um, MX-101, I know they got a, an outside sponsor now, but maybe did it not happen soon enough or something? Or um, When he was at um, the first round, what was it, Armstrong, right, for the Future West Series, he said that, um, actually, I think it might have been the second one at Shillock. But anyway, right, right at the end of the year there, it just basically came down to dollars and cents, and they, they didn't have it. At the time, uh, you know, like you just said, they get rolling the streaming later on, whether that kicked a bunch of money. But at the time, the numbers and everything weren't matching up for what Moff wanted and what they could deliver. And offers came in from 
OTSF for him about a 450, and then of course the Huber deal. And at the Huber deal right now, these guys are getting treated really, really well as far as contracts go. So I think it was just literally, it had nothing to do with bikes or people or anything. It came down to money. Yeah, I guess. Noof, Noof chases money like that all the and, time. And so. what it, it sucks, too, before we get into that, these guys, these MX-101 guys, you know, little Johnny Grant and, and hot dog vendor there, Kevin Tyler, every year that they've been a team, they've had a champion or a potential champion on the box of other things, and almost every one of their riders has left. Yeah. Yeah, obviously Kevin Tyler is just not treating their guys properly. That's that's where I get from right. That. I mean, that's he's, maybe he's only delivering a hot dog with no condiments. Right, exactly. And exactly. they're like they're all looking for that extra condiment. Um, so, it really sucks because man, they are a powerhouse squad. But it's like they just aren't getting some sort of recognition, and or maybe it is just the well. Dollar. Hopefully, the world distributing thing works for them, and they get a few yeah. more backing and funds and everything else. Um, look, if the if the championship pie is a hundred percent pie. I mean, Moff's got to be a 70% chance that he takes his home, Noof? That high? Yes. I mean. I would, yeah, yeah, 70's probably, I mean, pretty spot on. Um, I don't see any of the current um, Canadian riders challenge, challenging him. Um, there's two other guys that I think, well, one for sure, Osby was a big threat last year, and we'll get into him, obviously, but Osby was good last year, and he came. He got hurt towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey Crown, he's won in Canada before, so those two guys I see being his biggest biggest threat. More so than um, Pettis? Are you crazy right now? Pettis! <laughs> Well, I know Pettis too, but I just feel that that Moff is still just a little bit ahead of Pettis. No, he's saying challenging Pe- uh, Moff though. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, yeah, I give up. Other guys ahead of Pettis is what I'm saying. No. You're I saying put Osby ahead. Of, I put a Osby ahead of Pettis for sure. Wow. Okay. I think I do too. Osby really yeah. rolled well in Supercross this year, and 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 last year, um, wasn't he like basically it, it, real close to the points league before he got hurt? Or no, I, I think so. Yeah, and again, we I have mean, no results. We have no results, but I, no, I, I, we don't. <laughs> he was he was close until like three rounds to go. I mean, he was fighting, especially with Moff having a couple issues. Yeah. Um. I mean, you got to remember Moff DNF like a couple motos last I year. I got his so. boot, boot. The boot cut caught one time. Remember the boot in the bike? Something, yeah. something weird, and the bike shut off one time on the hot lap. Anyways, a bunch of weird stuff. So, I mean, if it wasn't for that crash, probably at Pleasant Valley with Dylan Wright and and Osby, Osby would probably have been the title contender with Thompson going out and Moff with the problems. Right. So I, I got to put Osby up there with Moff because he showed that he could run the speed with Moff. So, Galdi, you were thinking we're, are we, we're discounting Pettis a little bit? I think a little bit for sure. I mean, we've seen him win overalls now, and, yeah, he's got that – him and Dylan Wright have a very similar sort of thing where their speed is unbelievable, their skill and technique and all that stuff, and then they have these time bombs, but – I feel like the the maturity, I think he's matured through Supercross this year. Coming in, he dominated those last two rounds of Runacross. His confidence is high. His, his bike is amazing. All that stuff. He's going to be picking up the slack. And there's probably a small chip on the shoulder of last year, him being all the win on the bike, and now him taking the position that Moff had. I feel like he's going to be the the next best guy to give Moff the title hunt. Um I, the only way I, I literally think the only way to well, I guess you can't say that because if he crashes, but I, I see Pettis fighting him tooth and nail right down at the end of this thing, along with Osby and Crown. But I see Pettis outlasting those guys. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go Osby, but uh, but yeah, uh, Pettis certainly wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, Dylan Wright is this the year he kind of 
figures it out. Uh, same truck, no chick, Noof. So <laughs> it's funny he actually like played that up a lot. He in the did across there before before he got hurt, and yeah. kind of felt like we took a little bit of credit. Should take a little bit of credit for that, the three of us. Yeah, I think um, we should. We I made th- a big deal about it. I think we should. Um, man, I sure hope he figures it out. I mean. God, like, he's got the bike, he's got the team, he has the tools to make it happen, Um, but something always happens. I mean, last year was not awesome at all as far as outdoors. I mean, he got better at the end. He did finish second in the championship. Um, Did he he really get second? Did he get second? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, he got second. Yeah. but he needs to I, – I, I feel that he needed to change his whole – I mean, last year he went to California. He tested and trained out there. This year he completely switched it up. He stayed in, at GPF with Fossiati. Um, whether it was the right move or not, I guess we'll find out here in a couple of days. But I just – I've said it to Diggs before, too. I feel like that guy needs – like a full switch in his program what he was doing wasn't working as far as you know the way he was riding the bike i know colt worked with him lots he has the talent and he has the speed i just hope that he can you know keep his head straight and and not let the other guys get into his head and and make it happen because i don't know if he has another bad year i don't th- i don't foresee him being on that same ride um, um moving forward Galdi, I don't know, like Noof said, they got in his head, and maybe that's true. I don't know for sure, but a lot of mistakes from Dylan. Just mistakes. Just bad starts, yeah, fall. He just puts himself in, in positions where he gets a little frustrated, and the frustration turns into a mistake or going down, or it is. I mean, look at the, the, the way he started last year. For him to get second in the series, it was really because everybody else fell apart. Um, Surratt fell apart in the very final round. Osby didn't finish. Thompson didn't finish. Jacob Hayes didn't finish. Jess Pettis didn't finish. Because if all those guys just stayed and rode around all summer, yeah. they would have finished ahead of him after the way that Dylan started the series last year. So all the mistakes that he created for himself, they ended up kind of going away with that second place. He hurts himself in arena cross. He's been just getting ready for, for outdoors now. But like, just like New said, and this is a big year for him. Like he's on, a, he's got all the team and all the tools and all the nonsense, and he just can't seem to put it together. I think he has to do it this year, or he is really going to be on the outside looking in as far as other teams wanting to take a risk for him. Yeah, um, I don't know. He'll go back to MX101. Well, I was going to say that. I, I, there's probably always going to be a home there uh, for that, um, and maybe that would be what the missing ingredient uh, would. But uh, like you said, I think this is a big one for Dillard. He needs. And I think this weekend, for, for in particular, he, he's good at Calgary, so he should be confident. He's healthy, but he needs to come out of this weekend, like inside the top five. Like, don't throw it away. Don't have a DNF five or a sixteen six or something like that. Like, just go get through the races, get some solid points, get into the next round uh, with everything working good and feeling good. Because right, it, it's the last few seasons. It's where it started. Is kind of been the, the toll that it's taken for the rest of the year. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's my theory. I I don't see him winning this title. I see him. Uh, I definitely has the speed and everything to win it overall. But I don't think he's going to be a threat for the title. And is Joey Crown? Who's he riding for? What's he doing? He's is a teammate doing. The... Oh, okay. Uh, on yeah, the... he's so KTM racing fly racing guy fly racing podcast KTM. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, got it. Now uh, he, again, like New said, he's fast. Okay, and the last time we saw him, he won in Canada. He actually got second overall because he went 1-8 and Benoit went 2-2. But he is more than fast with win. But over the last 
three years, he's got some injuries. He kind of lost his ride in the States with the Cowie thing. His confidence hasn't been there. Last year, heading into Loretta's, he was touted as one of the guys that should have won, and he didn't. And we know how that kind of plays a toll. And Joey's a very quiet, reserved kid. Uh, so I feel like his confidence is the only issue uh, coming in this year. He wasn't able to make Supercross like Ozzy did. So he hasn't got any gate drops, no racing under his belt. So I think it's going to take him a couple of rounds before we see the real joy crown. So same for him. He needs to just kind of come in and get the feeling good and get the flow going. But um, uh, he's going to be good if he gets through this, the first few rounds. He will eventually be good in winning races for sure. Um, maybe, maybe Wright and Fasciati's problems new for just Digger. Has anybody ever thought of that? Anybody ever wrote about that? <laughs> probably. Um, they probably should fire. And don't get rid of the riders. Get rid of the team manager. Absolutely. That's what I would do. We don't ever have enough of that up here. You know, in the U.S., some, you know, they're always – not always, but no. switching around team managers and stuff. Maybe we need to get rid of Diggs and KT, Kevin Tyler. Yeah. So we bring up Michael problem. Rocco and yeah. Um, Osterman. Yeah, perfect. Boom. There we go. There it is. Um, Tanner Ward, Marco Canella, Casey Keese, some Canadian kids. Canella is on uh, MX101. Tanner Ward's got a KTM ride, so certainly they've got support and good bikes and all of that. And which kid, Noof? Uh, which kid rises up? Oh, that that one's easy. Canelo, for sure. I mean, when you watch... Um, that you one's know, easy? The, really? Okay. Yeah, for me, it's easy. I feel yeah. that when you watch Canelo on the bike, and Galdi will back me up on this, even though he backs me up on nothing most of the time. Um, Canelo, he's kind of the real deal. He's, like, strong on the bike. He's confident. He seems to have his head on straight, works hard. Not saying that the others don't, but he just seems to um, have the full package that can go to the next level. Is he going to win motos this year? I don't see it, but he's nope. going to have some th- some you know amazing rides and maybe get a podium here and there. And uh, he's kind of moving, then, you know. And then yeah. he'll probably get snatched up by another team. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, that will be Pettis because Pettis probably has the best chance. He, Pettis is going to win motos this year. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. You know, you guys were kind of Galdi was like, well, really? No, not Pettis. I'm on the Pettis train. I love that kid. I just don't think he's quite ready to win the championship yet. He's probably a year or so away. I mean, he's still really young. Um, but uh, Canella is probably the next bright star um, as far as Canadian guys go. Um, okay. So, so if he sh- has a good year, then he leaves MX101. Yeah. So it's the it's the shit on Tanner Ward podcast. Cool. Right on, everybody. Yeah. Good, good. New whoa, 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 whoa. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm kidding. Stop. I know. I know. I'm not here, and I don't support anything. But I'm. You know. What I mean. Like, hello. Um. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what do you think, Golly, about what Noof said? I I, I know Canal. He's going to be good for sure. But Tanner Ward is going to be as good. He's uh, been working. Actually, he's been working with with uh, Keast, Kyle Keast on his uh, sort of toughness, battling through the tough time issues, if you will. And if we all know, Tease is probably a good guy to be a mental coach um, in some aspects, maybe not in the total type thing. But the thing I think that held the whole standard word back is he's so hard on himself for the little things that may go wrong during the motors that he drags them out into the next motor or even the next race. Um, and these are things that I've written about. And these are, this is, he actually – once I wrote that 250 preview, he texted me and said, dude, this is exactly what I've been working on with Keith. So I'm expecting some big things out of him. I think him and Canella are going to be very similar all year long. Mm-hmm. I do see Canella outlasting him as far as the points chase goes, though. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, I will give that to Canelo. Although I saw Canelo all weekend last weekend, and he was a different guy. He did not race. All he did was hang out and try to chase a, uh, a local girl. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so well, I wish I had known that before I just went on the Canelo train. Yeah, he was. He's, he's, I don't know if they're on the dating or what, but there was some hand holding. There's a little bit of cuddling going on, and there was no racing. Uh-huh. Did he buy a new truck? Did he buy yeah. a new truck too? A new team? Oh, new is, is he old enough to drive? <laughs> Um, I will say I, what I will say about Ward. His strengths are he's an excellent starter. I would almost put, and Galdi and I will probably bet on this. I would put down a few dollars that Ward whole shots Moto One, Calgary. Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody want to like- talk? Does anybody want to talk about J Dags? Is there anything going on with J Dags? Is racing in Sandalee this weekend? Okay, so he is racing a motorcycle. He texted me to ask, "Is there going to be a?" Uh, 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 pro class this week in San Luis. I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yep, there will be. So he may show up. I didn't even think he liked you. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's you know, long list of hatred, but he's not on it, I guess. <laughs> um, Casey Keist, uh, thoughts on him? Top ten. He 10? is um, my dark horse this year. Okay. I think he's going to – last year, Nuke might know a little bit more about this, but I talked to him kind of in the offseason. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes drama stuff, although there's been that before, whether the egg, in, egg incident years ago or whatever it is. But there's a bunch of stuff happened kind of behind the scenes last year that I didn't even really know about. Um, and he's kind of cleaned that up and sort of figured it out. But uh, I think he's going to have a good summer. I mean, it'll, it'll depend on West probably if they – do the entire thing, but I think his plan is to do the entire series. He is good. He's fast. I think this year is going to be the, the Casey Keast year. I don't see him winning, but I see him in there with uh, right off podium, maybe even getting the odd third place in a moto if all the cards fall his way. Nuf? Well, last year, if you guys remember, we were laughing, and I was not on the Casey Keast train because I had beat him a couple weeks prior um, than when we did the podcast at a local race. But this year, the same race, the exact same time of year, he beat me. So um, i got to think he's going a little bit faster than last year. Oh, okay. So that's your that's yeah. your sort of your, your standard. Can you beat he's me? Faster, he's faster <laughs> than me. Um, but he was he was solid last year. I mean, considering I don't I I mean I, and I've told him straight to his face. I don't think he's the hardest working kid. I think that um, you know he's you know not super focused and stuff. But I mean, he was like some sixes, some sevens last year. I think ran in the top five a couple times. Um, the the thing with him is he he just he's just missing that little bit of an edge to get into that top five consistent to get, I mean, they're doing it out of their own pickup truck and their own trailer with his dad as his mechanic with, you know, bikes from the dealership. It's a pretty low, you know, low profile program. So I think he wants to get, that support and I think that support would help him if he got on a team with a little more guidance and stuff but he's yet to throw that you know show that flash of podium speed or you know battle for a few laps at the front um, which he needs to do if he wants to keep going on this because I really feel like talking to him a couple weeks ago it's kind of his last shot you know what i'm gonna do this again i'm gonna try harder um and see if i can get on one of these teams mx 101 which would be a good fit for him and i could see him going there but he needs a little bit more all right uh who wins races in 250 class galdi osby crown uh moff and pettis 
No right. I don't uh, have right winning it overall this Okay, summer. all right. Noof? No, I'll go Moff, Osby, Pettis. No crown. And yeah. No crown for, for wins, but I think he's going to be moto winner, right. but one of those crazy 12 ones or something like that. And Dylan Wright, not till the East Coast, though. Maybe uh, one. Fly racing. Last, race. year I had, last year I had him for like 16 moto wins or something stupid like that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Fly racing, racer X podcast. All right, so um, let's go. Title, title picks. Uh, 250. Uh, we're all going moth, right? We're all going. I got Pettis. I'm taking Pettis. Really? I'm going Pettis. All right. Well, you're an idiot. Moth's got this. I'll mock. Unless, All right, well, I, you're allowed to pick that, Stephen. I don't think you need a name call. <laughs> My apologies. You called him an idiot. I mean, I mean, come on, Noof, right? I mean, I'm going Moff. I, I know Pettis is, Pettis is like, he's really good, and he's going to win a title here soon, but I don't think this year. Moff's too hot right now. I think the hot dog sprung for the condiments. It's all Pettis all day. All right. Okay. Um, I hope. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, sleepers in 250s. Did somebody you mentioned already? Uh, Noof, maybe you'll go Keist? Your sleeper? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I would go Keist as my, my sleeper for sure. I, I think, like I said, if he gets some momentum going, um, he is a good starter. So as long as the, the stars are aligned at the first round and, and Pop comes a local track for him too, and I know he's been riding here the last couple of weeks, I could see him, you know, a four or five or something like that. So yeah, I would be, yeah, he'd be my, be my sleeper. My sleeper is any some weirdo American that shows up. That's my sleeper. Cause that's what I was one. thinking too. That's what I was thinking too. There's always somebody that shows up I haven't heard, and we right. never usually hear. There's always like the right. Talon Lafontaines and the guys like that. Surratt um, last year. Surratt, Surratt last year was a was a sleeper. So, um, Galdi sleeper. Uh, I'm gonna go Ward. All right, Tanner Ward. Tanner uh, Ward is my sleeper this year. Okay, but can you call him? A, can you call Ward a sleeper? I mean, he I did. Was, I know. Like, I was going to say podium. that. And yet, he did podium last year. He did podium last year. So I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Goldie wants. Who it's cares his, at it's this his show. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Just hurry up and get it over with. Right. Four fifty. Four fifty. Title pick. Noof. Who you got? Um, I'm going Gurky again. Yeah. Goldie. Gurky again. You ever picked well, him? I don't know, maybe last year. No, but we would never, uh, I, I don't remember. Last year. I was the only one that picked him last year. I think I think Gauley's right, but only Gauley cares about that stuff. But I think Gauley is Yeah, I'm going Gurky. Gurky. Gauley? Gurky, eh? Thompson. His knee is fixed. He didn't ride Supercross. He's on a better team. He's never been happier in his life. His family life is solid. The 800 gets his first professional title this year. Mike Alessi. You and Tony are besties now, so that's what you got to do. Stamp it. Stamp it. That gave me me goosebumps as you were saying, telling it. Mike Alessi. It might be his last year even racing professionally. And he makes it happen. He's been riding well. He's been going through parts on his Cowie down there in Florida. You guys all wait. You just wait. Be a hell of a story. It would be. 
I'll go a less. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's giving you like free entry to those uh, <laughs> to the, races he's running here. Yes. Mini moto races. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was paid off exactly. Um, <laughs> sleeper in the four fifties. Sleeper in four fifties, Galdi. I was going to pick Alessi as my sleeper. Okay, you can. Sure. Yeah. I'll go any American that shows up. We don't know who it is, but there'll be some American that shows up. That'll, that's and you're my really swinging for those. <laughs> it just always happens, right, Goldie? I mean, it does a lot. No, it does for sure. Okay, well, how about this then? Is this sleeper of yours going to happen on the west or the east? It, it, they'll show up on the west, and then they'll keep doing it because they'll do pretty well. Okay. So, um, there's a there's a sleeper showing up at round two that is going to oh? shock shock. The class. Oh, please tell us. Well, I can't tell the name. Why? He, yeah, he may or he may or may not be leading the British Championship right now. Huh? Who's that? <laughs> Steven. The name new. Yeah. Jake Nichols. Oh yeah, he's coming over. Just for one. This round. is mechanic. I like Nichols. He's cool. He's a good dude. Um, I'm dust. I'm dusting the wrenches off and coming back on the scene as a mechanic. <laughs> Atlas is footing the bill. No, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Hopefully, they give me a couple days off to do it, and I haven't even asked for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. That's it, boys. Kicks off this weekend. Should be exciting. What do we got hashtag no results. Hashtag no results. Hashtag, no results. hashtag <laughs> shitting on Cade again. Gate filler. Gate filler. Point stealer. Um, That's too many hashtags for Cade. Thank God I don't go to these races. I don't have to deal with these racers this weekend. You guys, I, I, will are, you not, are you not going to make the go for dudes one? You can come sleep in my trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't wait to camp, so, camp out. That'd so we, we, say, we say this every year, but who's going to be the most mad? Well, nobody can get mad at Galdi anymore because he works for Jetworks, so they're not going to be a dick to him in the pit. So now I'm really going to take all the flack because I'm just yeah. whatever showing up there. Yeah. Um, although I am showing up with confidence, considering I am running third in the Triple Crown Series at this moment. You are, yeah. Um, but uh, who's going to be the most pissed, Galdi, that we talked about? I thought we were pretty nice the whole time. I think I so, too. Say, I don't think we really gave anybody some negative sort of thing. Uh, no. Um. Oh, we're getting softer. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think anybody can be mad. Should we softer and old age to make people mad at us? Getting soft in our old age, I guess. That's yep. it. Um, that's a new. That's another hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. Who's gonna get the first uh, uh, Red Cross penalty of the oh, summer? Oh, be, <laughs> oh God. That'll be. Uh, it'll. I don't know. May, may, are the rules any different with the, with the Rockstar Triple Crown guys? Uh, no, it's all the same stuff with that. Okay, so there'll be somebody then. Yeah, something will happen. Um. Yeah, um, who knows? So I was, it's always some strange American, but um, there's nobody in, any up there anymore, so going up there this year. Um, that we know of. Yeah, that we know of anyways, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, injuries are going to happen. They always do. There'll be a couple guys knocked out of it, unfortunately. That happens in the sport of moto, so um, you know some of our predictions won't exactly turn out. There's live timing, live TV. Which one goes down first? Oh, live timing. Live timing doesn't work 100%. (laughs) Live timing does not work this weekend. 100%. Right, Noof? Uh, I mean, uh, the, the odds are pretty pretty high, but I will give Galdi credit here. Galdi will bust his ass, and you do know that system, Galdi. So I will. Uh, um, I, I will. Does over, over and under that there's like one of those voodoo dolls, and, and Stalin's got pins throwing at it 
with JetWorks logos and Rockstar logos going into the first round? Uh, hi. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, Chance, chances of Staly showing up at one round, zero? Absolutely. With a must- yeah, I guess With, with, with his yeah, mustache there's... shaved off and a, and a hat on instead of putting a mustache on? Um, <laughs> hat on Noof, number of controversies Galdi finds himself in, over under four? Uh, over. Over four? Okay. And I'll tell you the reason why, because even though Galdi's gig is the TV guy slash announcer guy, every single person, whether it be from a, a pit issue to a track issue to a scoring issue to whatever, they all go to Galdi. I yeah. do feel for him on that. They think that Gal- like every single thing they go to Galdi for. <laughs> Galdi runs everything. There's all, it's, it's all his fault. They talk too much. Right, right. Well, there already we, was. I mean, the Reds, there was a, that, that controversial ruling in arena cross that went on for a little while caused ruffled some feathers you know right. so th- yeah. that might happen again the i mean it's going to be a great series and everything's going to all work out but with the switch over this year from what i've noticed kind of outside looking in and being a part of it a little bit at the races all the eyes are on the jetworks guys and the teams and the riders they want everything to be so much better than the way stally was running it it puts a lot of pressure and everybody's expectations are really high so and when things don't go exactly according to plan it's just like oh my god this is just terrible and it's like the the world's over that's from what i've noticed and i'm sure galdi can back me up on that one yeah, i would agree yeah i mean it's uh it, just because of the switch over, I think, uh, yeah, for sure, it's, it, we're going motocross racing. There's really not much you can change. Uh, obviously, the TV package is better and all that kind of stuff, and that, I guess, is a, obviously one of the big things. But, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on these guys to live up and make sure that it is as good uh, or for sure better. But the one thing that we do create, and that's a Canadian thing, we're way too nice and way too open, and we are allowing the teams and some other things to kind of dictate and actually share their views and opinions when we should all just be like, look, this is the way it is. Drop the goddamn gate. Let's go race and let the boys decide how it works out in the 30-minute in the motos. Um, I mean, I don't believe that there's managers' meetings at each Supercross or even the outdoors and the, the AMA guys or the Feld guys are like, hey, man, come on in here. Let's talk about the, how the flags are going to be waved this weekend and shit like that. So um, we kind of open ourselves up for it, I think, a little bit. But, yeah, I believe the pressure's on for sure. And, uh, but I also think that the boys are welcoming all the challenges, and it's going to be it's going to be good. But once the gate drops, that's all that matters, as long as the racing's good. And then we got yeah. a great great list of names we just talked about in both classes. Oh, that's, that's some PR for Jetworks right there, Noof. Some yeah. solid PR. Wow. I, I, no, I've heard some grumblings uh, about the way things were run a little bit. But, man, it's a first-year guys and switching over. So there's some choppy waters to be expected uh, for sure um, when it comes to that. And hopefully, you know, things get ironed out, and, and they will. And just get the fucking results up, though, okay? Just, just get that. Get the results up from that past years. And even, you know what, call Maryland and get the CMA results while you're at it. Actually, you can find those. I can find those for you if you want. No, you can't. You can't find the year-by-year CMA results. Yes, you can. Where? They are on canmocycle.ca. You mean the, <laughs> the point standings and everything? No, just list, all it is is the champions. No, no, no. I want, I want the vault for a CMA back in the day. How in the hell do they actually do that in the States? They kept every piece of paper forever. Yeah, and then they they took care of it, and they, they've, you know. Yeah, I know, because... There's, I would assume that for the CMA, for instance, like, you think those pieces of paper that have the written results down are around still? 
I talked to Marilyn about it one time. She said they were. And then I asked her to Goldie, do something. that would be a good project for you. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? I would be totally into that if I could find the information. I would put the time in. Well, you and Marilyn are tight. You and Marilyn are tight. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we we have coffee every week. Um, the uh, I would I would take that role if I could find that information. I would love that. That vault thing that Racer X created with all that stuff is absolutely amazing when you're looking for stuff. And I would love to have that for Canada. And I literally have the majority of it in my head from tell, say ninety one ish, ninety two on. Tell but, tell Jetworks to reach out to Marilyn and make a the pack and go down to Hamilton and grab them and, and scan them all and then you can you can scrape them you have computer programs that can scrape the results for you you just need to input them on you know literally onto a computer and then you can you can get them all listed from there so you just really need to photocopy more than anything all right putting up results from last year and getting results from every year since we've been racing in Canada it's on my list I got you guys <laughs> great fantastic um, all right anything else Anything else, uh, boys? I don't think so. Kicking off this weekend in Calgary, Rockstar Triple Crown Series, uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxis, and, of course, the folks from Alpine Star, atlasbrace.com, the Noof, and guaranteedmx.com, and Jetworks cheerleader Ryan Gold. Um, thanks, boys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. 
I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I had pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey,